Uh, hey everyone, welcome back to Pop Culture Parlor. I'm your host, Jake. Uh, sadly, Grant will not be joining us today because he has not actually seen the movie that we will be talking about, and I wanted to talk about this movie immediately. And I didn't want to wait another three months to have to put out another episode. So, I have a special guest today. Uh, it is my sweet mate, Blake Lee, and it is going to be fun, I'm hoping. Hi, Jake. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Uh, I'm good. Good, 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 good. Um, so no one really knows who you are right now because this is the first time that we've ever had a I'm guest. Unknown, yeah. This will be the first time you will be a guest. So uh, I think the audience is all going to be wondering some things about you. Sure. So, Just like I'm wondering things about them. Oh, my God. Yeah. So what are your top three favorite movies at the moment? Uh, that's hard for me, man. It's hard for me to rank movies. Um, yeah, okay, that's, that is difficult. I might be able to, uh, I can give you three that are among my favorites that okay. I, like, in, in no particular order, just uh, I love them all. Gotcha. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark has got to be in there. Okay. Um, probably Jaws. Ooh, all right. And I'm going to go with Unbreakable. The uh, M. Night Shyamalan. I forgot that you Bruce love I love that movie with all my heart. Um, it means a lot to me, and I love it. I'm, yeah, it's not a bad movie. I'm, it's not my favorite, though. <laughs> it's not a bad movie, Jake, I, I encourage you to rewatch it and to try and... I will rewatch it eventually. Maybe I'm more of a Split fan. But Your first two, though, I love that. Indiana Jones and Jaws, those are amazing. Raiders of the Lost Ark is... Um, a pioneer, uh, like adventure action oh, yeah. movies. Those are great. Um, Harrison Ford is one of the best leads <laughs> of all time. He's not actually sleeping in this role. <laughs> he's actually like trying. Right. This is back whenever he was young and he cared about his performances. <laughs> so yeah, he's fantastic. Steven Spielberg's direction is just second to none. You think that's and, at his peak? You think that was just like oh, his best film in, in the early '80s, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, I don't think he ever. I mean, you have a lot of great ones that came after that, like Schindler's List and Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. But true. I think um, the early '80s were whenever he definitely hit his peak, in my opinion. Yeah. But All right. Well, those are some facts about him. Uh, we, I think we should move on to the Batman. The Batman. The Batman. I've been wanting to talk about this movie for so long, and it's yes. only been out since like Friday. Yeah. Um. It's. Only been out for not even a full weekend, and you and I have. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I've seen it twice. We we have. I'm gonna preface by saying we saw this actually at an early showing at an AMC on March 1st, when the film technically was supposed to release on March 3rd. Um, so we were lucky enough right. to get tickets for that. We're lucky enough that we live right next to an IMAX theater where they yeah. do cool stuff like that. Yeah, we so. were we were very lucky for that, and so we saw that. And then you've seen it a couple times. I've seen it twice. After yeah. that, I haven't seen it like more than that, but I've been working since I work at a theater. I've been basically working that movie nonstop. You've heard it. You've so heard I've it a lot. heard it, <laughs> and I have watched a lot of the scenes like all the time. So I definitely am fresh off like watching it. Literally tonight, I've I watched it. So <laughs> I can relate to that so much. I, I um. My first job, whenever I was 16, I worked at a movie theater, and I probably saw Star Wars The Last Jedi. Oh, my God. Probably, like, 15 times. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad movie to watch a lot. But, oh, man. Yeah. But, all right, uh, so the be- what we're going to do is, like, <clears throat> the beginning part of this until a certain point, and we'll tell you when, uh, is just going to be non-spoiler talk. We're just going to give you our general thoughts without spoiling anything. Um, and then we'll tell you when the spoilers are going to start 
kicking in, and that'll probably be the main section when we're talking about in detail about every little thing that we do enjoy about this movie. So, what were your general thoughts of this movie? My Did you like thoughts. it? Did you not I, like it? I love this movie. Yeah. I think it was great. Um, I, I've seen a lot of people online say um, something in particular about it, which I think hits it like the nail right on the head, is that it is, um, it is not a perfect film. There are things in it that could have used improvement and like small like nitpicky details that probably could have been ironed out, but it is a perfect Batman movie. I agree. Yeah, it the atmosphere it creates, the visual design of it, mm-hmm. the performances, like the entire feel that the movie gives you is 100% what I've wanted from a Batman movie for a very long time. Yeah, true. Um, that was one of my big complaints with... Uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy, which are really great movies, yeah. but those movies look boring. That's true. Um, yeah, they're not Looking very pretty to look on, at. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and that's just a symptom of like Christopher Nolan as a whole, probably, is that his movies are not very visually engaging, in my opinion. No. Um, but yeah, I um, I benefited a lot more. Well, okay, wait, wait. Let me take that back. Inception. Inception and, 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 yeah. and Interstellar. That that's a fair point. Inter- Interstellar is a very pretty movie. Okay, but... go go back to what you were saying. No, I had no, to clarify good. that, no, or yeah. someone's that's... gonna like roast the no, crap out yeah, of me for that. That was a good point. No, yeah, Interstellar is really really pretty. Um, but yeah, the, I had small um problems with it when I first watched it. I thought that um there were certain points in the movie where, because the movie is a noir detective driven story, mm-hmm. so it has a very complicated kind of like very. Not everyone's gonna like like understand it honestly. I don't think everyone's well, going to understand it. I think it, it may require a few viewings in order to fully get what the movie is doing. Yeah. Um, Especially kids. Kids will not understand right. this as well as like adults will. This movie is not made for little Timmy. No, um, no This movie, not. yeah, it is a hard PG-13. Like, it, it borders on, it like... Is, yeah, I'm surprised. It's, like, yeah, it's as close to an R as you can get without being R. I'm wondering if there is, like, an R-rated cut out there, and they probably had to tone it down so that it was PG-13. It's possible. So it could make more money. Sure. I'm guessing it probably was that. Yeah, it's possible. But, um, yeah, I it, it, my, my small complaint that I have with it is that it's gets through really, really complicated plot points. I just had a bad voice corrected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, uh, it it gets through some stuff very, very quickly, and it gets a little convoluted at points, and it's hard to follow. Yeah, um, and I know what you're talking about, and we'll talk about that in the spoilers and right. stuff. So I do know what you're talking about. We'll be able to get a little bit more in-depth than mm-hmm. that. But it, It's like there's a lo- there is a lot of plot points, and like there's a lot of yeah. plot lines and stuff like that that happen in this movie, and... It does get a little crazy at some point. There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, there are. There's a lot, a lot of characters, a lot of things at play, yeah. um, and a second viewing for me really, really helped to digest that. It, yeah, um, I, I bet it does. I bet it like it helps you notice every single thing that's going on. Figure sure. like, finally like understand what, like the point of the movie is. Really. Right, and so yeah. Um, Things were clarified in that second time seeing it, and I was able to enjoy it a lot more than the first time, which I, yeah. I loved it the first yeah. time, but I had like questions and stuff that I was kind of iffy on, but the, a second viewing helped a lot. And I'm looking forward to watching it a third time at some point. Yeah. And probably a fourth and a fifth because I'm a giant <laughs> dork, and I'm probably going to go watch it a bunch. But... So expensive. So much money. <laughs> hey, I, I will spend a fortune on a well-written, awesome Batman movie. I hey, this, this movie deserves a lot of money because I hope they make sequel upon sequel upon sequel. Yes. Th- this movie um, 
is what like big budget action movies should strive to be. Yeah, true. Like there's there's genuine passion in this film. Yeah. And like good writing, like it's not formulaic really. No, there's nothing about the movie that conforms to any kind of templates or anything like that. It's No, it's not like a Marvel where like they do have a general formula to their movies. Like this one just um, doesn't really feel like that. Sure. I I wouldn't use the Batman as a point of um like criticism with the Marvel stuff because I mean that, that might be true with a lot of the uh, the broader Marvel movies, but I think there are examples of stuff that they've there, made. Yeah, there are examples that, of that, but I'm I'm saying like for like let's see Black Widow or something like oh, that. Like yeah, those no. just generic Marvel movies um, that have come out recently. Black Widow is terrible. Um, short side note for um, our viewers. Um, if you haven't seen Black Widow, don't bother. <laughs> it's um, free on Disney Plus. I don't mean. <laughs> don't don't even. It's a waste of your time. Even if you don't have to spend a penny on it, I don't care. Don't watch it. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that about Eternals. <laughs> don't watch that either. <laughs> it's so bad. That's um, rough. That must really suck for like Marvel to put out a movie like the Eternals and then look at this movie. DC puts out the freaking Batman Oof. and it's so good. Yeah. Um, but th- th- those are my general thoughts on the movie. Yeah. Um, we'll get more in- into detail and I-, I can go into a lot more in detail in yeah. the spoiler section, but um, uh, what-, what about you? Like, well, what's your overall, like, do you share some of my criticisms or do you think that there's more for the most part? I, j- I would say I'd share the same criticisms. Um, the only thing is that, um, I feel like I enjoyed it a little bit more than you, at least the first time. I don't know about, like, your thoughts on the second viewing as much, because you did increase your score from, like, an 8 to a 9. I saw that right. you did that. On Letterboxd, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I, I have mine at more of a 9 to almost a 10 for mine, just because, I mean, this I just love this movie with all my heart. Like you said in the beginning of uh, what you were saying, is that it just feels like a Batman movie. Right. And after listening to it, like, ten times, <laughs> the intro to it just makes me, like, it, it just makes me so happy. The, the first ten minutes of this movie are perfect. They're, that is, perfect. It, they're just absolutely perfect. There's it's, no other way to yeah. put that. You would be hard-pressed to find another, like, comic book cape movie that establishes its tone as well as this movie it's does. amazing. And, and the, there's so many details in it that um, I, I love... Um, that I will get into um, in the spoiler talk and everything, but, like, overall, just this movie was just everything that I did want. Like, I didn't watch the trailers or anything like that. I wanted to stay away from everything because I was worried, I don't know, I'd get something spoiled or whatnot because that's happened with that happened with Spider-Man. That happened all the time with Spider-Man. Um, no Way Home. Si- right, side point. What, what are you talking about with Spider-Man? I got everything spoiled for me in Spider-Man. Like from the trailers? Uh, just from looking at everything. I stayed away from everything. Oh, you mean like from the internet? Like yeah, buzz I and stayed like... away from every single thing. On yeah, the um, like spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home if you have not seen it yet. Yeah. Um, yes, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield are in it. Well, it was like awesome. Daredevil too. I was so and Daredevil, right? Because I got that spoiled for me, and I was really upset about that. That is a bummer. Because, yeah. like, there was pictures that got released beforehand, and I saw that on the internet, and I was really, really upset about that. Yeah, it's a shame that we live in a world where you can't just wait for a movie to come out. No. Like, through osmosis and in the internet, you're eventually going to get something ruined for you. Yeah, it which stinks. is why I stayed away from the Batman, like, with every single thing that, like, I saw, I'd just click off from it, basically. Yeah. So, staying away from it made my experience even better because there were so many things in it that I didn't know were going to be, like, in it that, like, made me so happy and stuff. Like, I kind of forgot that there was a couple characters in there 
because I just didn't see anything. I didn't look up the IMDb stuff. I didn't sure. look at the cast list. So there were a couple characters that were thrown in that I was like, oh, yeah, they're in this movie. I completely forgot about right. that. Right. There's a couple of characters, like, even if you had been watching the trailers that you would not know mm-hmm. is in the movie. Yeah, true. Um, which is great. Yeah. Um, the movie, which there might be a point to be made there. There are a lot of great action set pieces and stuff in the movie that are basically all in the trailer. Oh, really? Um, I can't think of a single action scene that wasn't in a trailer. Oh, serious? Like I said, I, I don't I okay. didn't know about that, so... Oh, yeah. that kind of sucks. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> like, there was no surprise action scene. So I don't know if that counts as a spoiler or not. Like, don't expect something that you haven't seen in a trailer <laughs> because the trailer basically gives all the, the set pieces away. But. Yeah. Well, this is, an, this, not, this, <clears throat> this is not an action-heavy movie. No, it's not really. So if anyone's going into, like, this movie expecting for, like, 15 action scenes to be happening, that's not going to happen. This is a very detective um, investigation kind of like Seven or Zodiac type of movie. I mean, it, it has yeah. it's that's literally what it's inspired by is those or are those movies. So finally we've gotten the movie where I can say that Batman is a is a detective. Yeah. He is constantly thinking and figuring stuff out yeah. and like half of his scenes in the movie are him just walking through a crime scene. <laughs> yeah. And looking at things. It's perfect. It's so good. I love that so much. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's my general thoughts, really. I'm, I want to get into spoiler talk now because oh, okay. we're, I feel we're like we're going to get really, really into details pretty soon. Yeah, so I've got I do want to get into about. spoiler talk. So I'll give like a, a couple second warning uh, for spoilers. So here is your spoiler warning. Okay. Here we, here so we are. Here are we're the back. spoilers. Spoiler um, talk, baby. We're going to ruin all of it. We're going right. to ruin the Batman. We're, I don't think we're... We're not going to go in order. We're going to ruin Vengeance. There's, there's, oh, vengeance. <laughs> He's Vengeance. I can't believe that they actually call him that was awesome. so that, often yeah, in this movie. That was a meme before the movie came out. It was like in that first trailer that they released like a couple of years ago where he like takes that dude down and like, uh, yeah, viciously... Yeah, I can't believe that. Which was so good. And then he just goes, I'm vengeance. I thought that was going to be just a one line. And yeah. then it like, ended up being like multiple lines in the movie. It's great. Like, people call him vengeance. It's so perfect. It was a meme. Like, I love everybody that. called him vengeance before the movie came out. So that was awesome. That got a few laughs out of me unintentionally. I could I hear you laughing yeah. while we were watching it. Because <laughs> it, it was so funny. funny. <laughs> yeah, like that scene where Catwoman actually, like, she goes, like, come on, vengeance. Not I just a, heard yeah. you start laughing <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Not a single time does she call him Batman in the movie. <laughs> she, she calls him Vengeance. Honestly, I think his name, like Batman, is only said like. It's only once, said a few times. I think it's only once or twice. Which that, that's not to say that he isn't known as Batman in the movie because he is known as Batman because Riddler gives him cards that say to the Batman. Right. Right. And also, like Bruce in the Batman costume, he says, uh, "I think this is the end." Uh, and then Commissioner of Gordon the goes, what? And then he says, of the Batman. Yeah. Or, well, he's so. not he's not Commissioner Gordon yet. Oh, sorry, my bad. He's, Lieutenant he's Gordon. A, he's Lieutenant Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he will eventually become Commissioner, definitely, yeah. like, later on in the movies. Um, we're not going to go in order, but I do want to start at least with the intro. And how oh amazing God. that intro actually is. Um, And if any of you guys listening, if you're aware of the broader, like, Batman comic universe and different stuff from different books, um, you probably uh, saw that the narration that Batman was giving at the beginning is very reminiscent of, like, Batman Year One or, like, other comics like that where 
you know, it, it starts on a broad shot of Gotham and then him narrating, like, about the city and about, like, his role as Batman. Mm-hmm. It was very, very um, referential to that, and that was great. Yeah. It was very cool. Um, I thought... I had a thought of what I was going to say, but then I forgot it, but um, I just thought that there's a line... Oh, this is what it was. There was a line... That was said that I've like I I've almost completely memorized it, but I haven't yet. It's where he's walking down the street, and he's saying, "There's like a feeling in the air, on this on this Halloween night. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a a vibe or something like that, of of crime or something like that." And then he says like, "And I'm there too." Do you remember that? I do a little. He bit. says that he's like he's walking through, and you see a shot of his face, and he's saying like. There's the bad people out there who think that they can get away with it or something like that, and then I'm there too. Just when he says that, I'm, I'm just... It's so cool, That made yeah. me realize that this movie was just going to be absolutely everything I, I wanted it to be. That just so, that line yeah. alone is just so perfect. It solidifies it, yeah. Something that the movies haven't really nailed up until this point is Batman is supposed to be seen as a, like, like to the people that he goes after, he's supposed to seem like a supernatural entity. Almost to everyone, yeah. really, because yeah. there's even comics where, like, superheroes will look at him and they'd be like, you're real? Yeah. Like, you're a real thing? Yeah, he's supposed to be scary, and he's supposed to, like, scare the living daylights out of people. Yeah. So they perfectly captured that. Like, you know, people are committing crimes, they're robbing, or robbing, they're robbing yeah. uh, convenience stores and stuff, and then they look up in the sky and they see the bat signal. Yeah, and I love, and, like, the whole the helicopter thing. I kind of yes, like that. that was like cool. how the helicopter shines a spotlight on them. They look up at that and they're like, "Oh god." And they get out of the way and they're right about to go back to doing their yeah. crimes and then they see the bad signal and they're like, "Maybe I shouldn't yeah. do that." There's that shot where the crook looks down the street in like the dark alleyway. Yeah, like his paint and, can rolls over yeah, to there. And he doesn't even like he just looks yeah. and he, he doesn't know if anything's there but he like the he's thought so and, terrified. He's terrified. The, the thought is in his head that Batman might be there. Yeah. And you know what? I'm getting chills just talking about it right it's, now. It's so good. The, it, oh, and it was so good. I, I heard this from a, a review by, I think it was Chris Duckman, who said um, that Matt Reeves does a fantastic job with this movie with silence. And he's done that well with other, like, his other movies, too. Because, yeah. obviously, he did Planet of the Apes, which is a mostly silent film. They're, it's apes. They can't fully talk English, so they have to, there has hey, to be silent moments. Later on in the movies, they were speaking full-on English. That's true. They were. But in this movie, he just does a, such a good job with silence. Like, there's some t- like there's a scene later on when Batman's in the room with a police officer, and he's trying to figure out what's going on after he's met up with the Riddler. And he looks at this carpet, uh, I don't know, detacher device that was used in the beginning. Right, the that movie. the Riddler uses to kill people. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's just, he, he walks in and this police officer goes, hey, what are you doing here? And then he just stops and he looks at he him. Looks and it's at just him. the look. And yeah. then he walks over and he grabs the tool and he's like, you can't touch that. That's evidence. And he just looks at him. <laughs> It's just the look. Like, Matt yeah. Reeves just does a good job at, like, directing on what the look needs to be to, like, match what, like, they're trying to say. Like, the look of terrifying. Right. Like, it's just they're the, still scared. Like, that's such a Batman thing for him to not even, like, feel like he needs to explain what he's doing. Yeah. He just needs to look at him and be like, I'm Batman. Let yeah. me do what I'm doing. It, it's just... It's great. Yeah, the yeah. silence was just done so well in this film. It was so good. Um, 
But yeah, that intro. Um, oh, and then like we get to the scene where like he starts beating up those guys. His introduction scene is perfect. It's super cool. I love. I adore that bit where he is. Um, they're looking down like that dark corridor. Yeah. Completely covered in shadow, and then you just hear footsteps. Like slowly walking. They're towards so them. cool. Like it kind of reminds me of like cowboy boots, boots too, because there's like kind a of a like metallic like cling to it yeah, too. That's I love an, that. That's another thing to note is that the sound design of this movie is excellent. Yeah, it is. It's very well done. Anytime the Batman moves or like walks, he, it feels like he has weight to him, and like there's it does, like yeah dimension. He's real. To, like yeah, he's a real person. Like yeah, he's, it, yeah, it, it feels great. Like it feels like he's actually like in the room with, like, just, like, the way that they, you like, can, surround you yeah, with sound. Yeah, it's like you're actually, like, there with them <clears throat> yeah. and stuff. Like, you're in the room with Batman. That's, that's pretty cool. It was great. And then he just, like, slowly walks out. And then the dude's like, you know, I'm going to fight you because I'm an idiot. Yeah. And then just breaks his and arm. he's like, who the hell are you? Punches him 80 <laughs> yeah, he times. He kills him. <laughs> it was oh, so he good. Oh, he, like, nearly paralyzes him and everything. Like, he's in there with a brain tumor. He's on the ground. <laughs> he keeps punching him. It was oh so Oh, my cool. God. It was so funny. And that's another thing to note is, like, Batman is awesome in this. Like he's yeah. a great fighter, and he beats the crap out of like people. He's not perfect though. He's not perfect. No, he's yeah. not like Ben Affleck, where like he'll basically like just kick everyone's butt and not get a single punch thrown at him. Basically, which I love that. Still, mm. I love the Ben Affleck. He kills scenes. people. No, ben I hate. I, kills people. No, I, I hate that. You have to ignore that, Jake. I can't ignore <laughs> that. I can't ignore no, that. No, Batman vs Superman is a horror movie, but. Um, the warehouse fight scene. It's a cool is scene. It is a, it is a cool Except scene. Except for the, or it's not perfect. He kills people in it, but that's the only problem with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he's so visceral and like physical in this new movie, but he he doesn't kill anyone. Like the the scene where like in, in that scene in the intro where like he is being up the people, he uh, I think one of the guys whips out a gun, shoots him, but since he's got like a bulletproof uh, chest plate, basically mm. it obviously ricochets off of him. And he grabs a guy, gets a taser, and just tases <laughs> him for, like, him. five straight seconds. It's like, holy crap. That was great. Yeah, that was great, but, oh, my God. That so poor guy. Bad, that was awesome. And then um, he beats those guys, and then there's the dude who he saved in the first place. Like, he's just, like, laying there, and he's like, mm-hmm. please don't hurt me. Like, yeah. like he's scared. Well, and, and I love that, like, you kind of show... I love it's just so perfect because all the guys in that scene that are like truly bad have a complete white face. They're completely white. But that guy, he has oh, a half white face and a, a half black face. That's a good detail that I actually have not picked it's up so on. It's so interesting that he's like the only one. Yeah, that like kid that, that they that were trying has, to do stuff. Because like. They were trying to show duality there. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, and, and that's a very that good observation. So cool. Yeah, I, I had not actually thought of that. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. Um, I think. We should probably talk about the soundtrack. Oh my god! Because that kind of goes with the intro, like the opening of that scene, basically. Yeah, the um, uh, kind of referencing back what I was talking about earlier, like the atmosphere that this movie gives you. The soundtrack is a huge part of that. I wish I could play the soundtrack for the podcast. Dun, I wish dun, I could, dun, dun, but I just can't. Dun, dun, dun. I'm gonna get copyrighted um, so bad. I'll go grab the guitar really quick and I'll play it. No, don't grab your. What guitar. is it? It's some. Um, it's G flat, and then. It's something like that. What is it? But I can't remember what the notes are. But all I know is that I cannot play it because I will get copyrighted, sadly. And that, I don't want to get copyrighted. I know. I would even grab my piano and play it like right now because it's literally right behind I can also me. play it on your piano. I learned that. You, you definitely could. But mm-hmm. we won't do that. Um, mm-hmm. Just go listen to it. It's uh, so Go listen good. to it on Spotify or Apple Music or YouTube. 
it's everywhere. Or Please go listen to it. It's, go it's so amazing. It. it is. It's it's beautiful and also just menacing and just perfect. Yeah, it finds a way to be like sad and haunting in certain bits, but it's also like it's whenever just such a badass theme. It's so good. Whenever it's you know like focused on like Batman doing something like he's he's in a car chase or he's fighting people. Yeah, like it's so good. And and the thing about the soundtrack that they do or that Michael Giacchino does well is that he changes it. Multiple times. Yeah. It's not like the Star Wars theme or something like that where like it's just the same thing over and over again with no change really. With Michael Giacchino... There are slight changes in the Star Wars theme. Okay, yeah, there are very slight changes. Some but... are worse than others. I'm looking at you, sequel trilogy. Uh, All of your opening right. credits I'm looking at you, bad. Rise of Skywalker. Uh, oh, man. But no, like this one, in just in just this movie, they change it up. Like there's... um, <clears throat> Gosh, sorry. Oh, there's a scene where um, after the car chase with Penguin... Um, Batman hits his car, he flips, 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 flips. I'm surprised he even survived that. But he's on the ground looking over, and Batman gets out of his car and starts walking to him. And there's a change in the music where it's kind of like a Western kind of feel to it. A little bit, yeah. And it's really, really interesting. Yeah, I think what he did was he had an electric guitar. I I think he put some sort of chorus effect on it or something. Yeah, it sounded like it was, it was, um, like playing multiple versions of the same chord at the it same time. It was really, really good. Uh, it was so good. Uh, that, Jake, that is the shot of the movie. I love that shot. Whenever Penguin is upside down and he's looking at, like, there's that wall of fire behind him and he gets out of the Batmobile and he's just walking toward him. Yeah. I actually, I, I remember... That is, that is cinema. I, I did. <laughs> I'm not... It, that is that, that is, is cinema. That is yeah. cinema. Oh Martin Scorsese... God. He, a tear ran down his <laughs> this cheek. This ain't a movie. This, this is, is cinema. This is cinema. He like he grabbed a like a stamp out and then he stamped it. <laughs> cinema approved. Yeah. <laughs> approved for cinema. Yep. Um, no, like um, I remember. I did. I'm not saying I didn't watch anything from Batman because I did see the first trailer at least because I needed to know that I would at least kind of like it. Right. But that first trailer, the end of that trailer was that shot. Right. And I remember. That after I watched that, um, our other sweet mate, uh, Zach, uh, he told me, he was like, oh my god, that's going to be the last shot of the movie. I'm like, no, that's not going to be the last shot of the movie. And it's like halfway through the movie for us. I think I'm like, I like, looked at my like my uh, my phone after that. I was like, bro, we got a while before this movie's about to end. That would have been a great last shot. Hey, I, I agree with you completely. That wouldn't be the, the first time that that happened. You remember how the last shot of Amazing Spider-Man 2 was in the trailer? Oh, yeah, that wasn't the trailer. Like, swinging the manhole with the rhino. That was horrible. I can't believe they did that. That stinks. And that's also a great last shot. They blew bald stuff. Yeah, no. (laughs) I can't believe they did that. Because Electro's blue. (laughs) Or he was blue. He's not anymore. He he was dead at that Uh, point. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That movie sucks. Let's not talk about that. So so is Gwen. So is Gwen. (laughs) Oh! Ow. Sorry, I got a crank on my neck. Let me get rid of that. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, there we go. Okay. Um, But, yeah, no. Um... Yeah, I remember that, and I thought that was really funny um, that he said that, just based on the fact that that was, like, right at the midway th- point of the movie, basically. <laughs> Zach, unfortunately, guessing correctly on yes. the... Uh... But also about that the soundtrack, like, the the Catwoman theme was great. Catwoman and... theme was so good. Very reminiscent of the Danny Elfman track from Batman uh-huh. Returns. Yeah. Very similar. A lot. Yeah. And um, I listened recently to the music for the intro, like, the scene where he's walking through Gotham, and, oh really? I've listened uh, to that too. Like, I, you, like, have you listened to it? I'll be like on my way to work, and I, yeah, I will play that. <laughs> it's honestly yeah. like it gave me chills. Be, not like in like 
kind of the good way. It kind of gave me chills. I'm like, this is really ominous and creepy. Yep. He does something with, like, I don't know what even instrument it is, because I know it's not like a guitar or, like, any, like, thing that, like, most people know. I just... It was some really creepy synth instrument where he just scales it up really fast, and it's really kind of creepy, like, from, like, those horror movie or horror videos uh, on YouTube and stuff. You mm. know what I'm talking about? Sure, yep. Yeah. And... I don't know. I thought that was really creepy. It was so good. So good. And yeah, the the um, the weight that or the, like the weight that the soundtrack carries in this movie cannot be overstated. It, it's it's one of the main reasons why I'm excited to go see it again. Yeah, it's so good. Um I I don't think anything is ever going to top the Danny Elfman Batman soundtrack for me. No, I like um, this one more. <laughs> I that's it's too hard for me to say for for right now. Maybe it's based on the fact that I've listened to that soundtrack at least <laughs> twenty times. It's so. really good, but it, it's a close second right now. I like mm-hmm. it more than the Hans Zimmer stuff, and I like it more than whatever the Hell Junkie XL was doing. I don't even remember the Hans Zimmer stuff. It was probably horrible. Uh, no, it's it's good. From, Is it really from the Dark Knight trilogy? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I'm, oh, I'm thinking of Ben Affleck. Oh yeah, no, that's not good. I'm thinking of that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not huge. That's why I was saying it's bad. It went like, um... Oh, the Hans Zimmer stuff isn't that bad, though. How, how does the Ben Affleck one go? It's like... I don't even know. Bum, I, nope, bum, I don't bum, even want to know. Bum, it was probably horrible. Like it was probably horrible. Yeah, I don't even want to hear it. It's, it's probably so bad. I'll just remember the, the Wonder Woman theme, and I'll be okay with it. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. I love that theme. What about the, the Snyder Cut? Nope, um, we're not going to talk about the Snyder Cut. We're not going to talk about the Snyder Cut. We're not going to talk about the Snyder Cut. We're not going to talk about the Snyder Cut. high-pitched, like, screaming is great. Like, every time the camera pans to her, oh, Sounds um, like the beginning of like the immigrant song. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminded me of Dune. Oh, it does kind of sound like Dune. Yeah, it? yeah. I didn't even think about that. Um, but how about we talk about uh, set design? Oh my god, Gotham and then just everything else. Again, uh, I I feel like I'm beating up the Christopher Nolan trilogy a little bit, but like as a as a Batman fan. I a lot was left to be desired on the um, like the design and the feel of the movie. Um, in those movies, Gotham looked like Chicago because um, it was Chicago. Because it was because it was Chicago. But in this movie, it looks and feels like a rundown, awful place to be, and it looks exactly like if you've played. It looks horrible. Yeah, if you've played the Batman Arkham games or like read the comic books or anything like that. It looks so gothic and awful and trashy, and that's great. Yep. Because that's exactly how it's supposed to look. There was, like, trash everywhere yeah, in Gotham looks, in this movie. It looks disgusting, yeah. and that's great. It looks like a horrible place to live. <laughs> and yeah. I love that. It, it looks <laughs> like a place so where, much. yeah, crime would be running rampant, and the police are dirty, the mob controls Yeah, every Yeah, everyone's, like, horrible and yeah. stuff like that. That's great. Yeah, that's perfect. That's yeah. exactly what I want. Gotham to be it's, at least at this point, yeah. you know, at, like in Batman's early stages, I do want that to be like that. sure, and then maybe you can do like cleaning up the city a little bit more as he gets older. Well, I, I hope they, I hope they never like fully make it good because Gotham was never really good in the comics. That's it's true. never been cleaned up. Yeah, Even now, yeah. it's still pretty bad. That's what Metropolis is for. Metropolis exactly is the sprawling, is for. Um, almost futuristic city, basically. Which side note. Um, I'm I'm also a huge Superman fan, so I have to get on my soapbox about something really quick. Do it. It's okay. Um, Matt Reeves, as a director, um, clearly has so much passion and interest in the Batman lore, and he cares so much about the character and everything that's like faithful to the source <clears throat> material. We need somebody to come forward who has that exact same demeanor about Superman. 
and I agree. to make a Superman movie. I, I would hope, but I don't think that's going to happen yeah, for a while. No, um, DC or Warner Brothers or whoever, I don't know, somebody who is in a high position of power hates Superman with all their heart, and they don't want him to be in anything ever. Which is um, sad. Unless it's in, like, the last... Um, Spoilers for Peacemaker, um, the, ah! the, the last 15 seconds of Peacemaker where he shows up and uh, an actor isn't even playing him, he's cast in shadow, and he doesn't have a line. It's the same way with Wonder Woman, though. <laughs> I thought it was the same yeah, with Wonder Woman, too. Um, but, yeah, but um, yeah, the, uh, the set design of the Batman is gorgeous. The movie is gorgeous, too. Like, that's one of the best parts like, of it. <laughs> it's funny, because, like, Gotham is horrible, so dirty, yeah. like, disgusting, would never want to be there, ever. <laughs> um, but like, also at the same time, the shots are beautiful. It's so pretty to it's, look it's, at. It's, it's it's great to look at. The movie has a great color palette. Like even the beginning, like I, I keep, we always keep going back to this intro scene. But like because the scene where the scene, scene where it's basically like it's New York Times Square up to like another degree, basically. Right. Is is perfect. It looks great. It reminds me a lot of Times Square, and I was there. Uh, that's well, a long ago. So like, I I told this to you after we watched it. I I literally said this to you is that. It just reminded me of Chicago and New York put together. Yeah. In like, we... But, like, in the best way possible. I guess you can include L.A. with, like, how homeless people and everything and how <laughs> crappy L.A. Yeah. is with that. Chicago and L.A. with the crime rate of Detroit. Oh. Um, that's Gotham City. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, no, like, it, it definitely gave me New York <clears throat> and Chicago vibes for sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, there there were shots that I could tell were from Chicago for sure. Um did they film in Chicago? They did, they did a little bit, but not too much. There were just a couple shots that they filmed in Chicago for like bridge scenes and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I thought that was cool. And then also like the fact that it's like kind of like an island. It's kind of cool. Yeah, God, I like sp- that. It's supposed to be an island. I like that it's not like located like maybe like a mile away from Metropolis, <laughs> like in the Batman v Superman. That's such a dumb idea. That is like, so bad. Okay, so if there's a problem in Gotham, Superman can just fly Superman over there really quick. Superman can just go in like two seconds and basically solve everything for Batman. There's no point for him. What a dumb decision for them to be right next so to each bad. other. Yeah. Um, which, oh, uh, how about we talk about it? Do you, I, I'm going to ask you, do you think that there's going to be any other superheroes in these movies? Do you think there's going to be any... Um, Justice League members or anyone else potentially that could appear in these movies? It's possible. Um, Who do you think then? I think the most likely would be Superman. You like think? Uh, outside of the Bat family, because uh, Matt Reeves was actually asked about this not too long ago about whether or not he would be interested in putting um, like super powered characters in his Batman universe. And he said that like that's not really on the table right now and mm-hmm. he doesn't have any plans for that. But it, if it were organic, like uh, organically. Um, incorporated into the universe that he would definitely be open to the possibility. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, maybe that's just wishful thinking on my part, but I want somebody to come up. I don't care who. See, be like, I love Superman. I want to. I want to connect him to this Batman movie. I think that would be great. See, someone I'd like to see probably would be like Green Lantern, or not Green Lantern, Green uh, Green Arrow. He's yeah. a human. He's a normal. He's a normal human being. He's not anything like crazy special. Or um, I could definitely. I'd want to see maybe like a Green Arrow and Black Canary type of thing. Stephen Amell. Not Stephen <laughs> No, he is Batman. He's the CW yeah, Batman. Yeah, he's CW Batman, yeah. But, I hate Arrow so much. Uh, um, I, I like Arrow, but like, uh, I do understand that is Batman. It, he's it just is. Batman with a bow and arrow. He is, 100%. And Green Arrow I is a wisecracking 
like oh, funny I, guy. I completely agree with yeah, you. Yeah, that's what it should be. But but I do kind. I would like kind of to see a Green Arrow and uh, Black Canary type of thing because Black Canary you could definitely make realistic. You just don't make it a, a superpower. You make it like a voice modulator. See, I think that's something like a lot of people are talking about how realistic the Batman is, and oh, yeah, I, that, I don't yeah. think that's right. I, don't think I, it, I think it's the most realistic take on a like it, a, a, a vigilante of today would be like. It depends on like what you mean by realistic. Like if you mean realistic in that there's a lot of like technology in the movie that's feasible in the real world. No, it, no, there's not. I mean, there's a bunch um, of things in the movie that happen that are like I super far fetched. I disagree. I mean, yeah, there's a there's like quite a, a few. There's a scene where you and I talked about this, yes. but I don't th- like. I know what scene you're a bomb talk about. blows up in Batman's face and he's fine. Hey, wait a second. I thought we were going to talk about a different scene. Wait a second. No, that's what I'm talking about. I thought we were going to talk about a different scene. Like, no. there, there's a scene where... Um, he covers his face. Like, barely. He, he, he even grabs if he did, his like, cake and he, a cape and he, he does, covers he, his He face. does not grab his cape. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He puts, his, he puts his hands up like this, which even if he did that, it would still burn him a little bit. He's which, wearing gloves. But here's the thing. <laughs> Gordon that, yeah. said he wears gloves. <laughs> he wears gloves, yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> but here's the thing. That's not what they're going for. They're not going, like, that's what Christopher Nolan was going for. They're going for, like, an ultra-realistic Batman. I where this one was more realistic than the Christopher Nolan. No, I don't think so at all. There, there's, there's, <laughs> there's tons of things in this movie that Batman does that a real person could not do. And I, that's, not, that's not a problem. That's fine. Well, what, I guess when I mean realistic... I don't know. Yes, technology-wise, yeah, yeah, stupid. Like, grapple gun, not going to happen. No, the, he... Ha- the, the bomb... I don't care about the bomb scene. But, like, there's a scene later on when, like, he's fighting, like, an army of guys that uh, basically like, kind of work for the Riddler. But um, they're, like, basically enacting his plan. And he jumps down from, like, uh, right, a, like he, a window pan. Which is, a, by the way, I mentioned this before whenever we talked about this. That's a great... What, what I think is a reference to... Um, the 1989 Batman movie. I think it is. Whenever like he like drops from the skylight to save Vicky Vale. Yeah. I think that was a callback. He, yeah, skylight. Thank you. Yeah. He drops from the skylight, um, but like before he does that, there's like a ton of like mini bombs that go off around the skylight and stuff. Like I don't know, it's like 50 right, mini yeah. bombs he, like, that go off the like whole thing, the entire thing, and then he drops down, but he doesn't have like any cuts from his on his face from like the no, glass or anything. And like it's like it's a big drop too, so like yeah. his, his legs aren't shattered or anything. Right. So it like. I don't those need, I understand those yeah. kinds of things yeah dumb but like this movie it's a movie about a guy who dresses up like a bat and fights people it doesn't need to be ultra realistic like I think it could actually happen in the real world I don't need that but that's not necessary and I think it's I a would, dumb notion I could definitely like I I don't know what I mean like realistic I mean like if I saw a guy doing something that's somewhat like this like pretty close to something like this like in this movie. I'd buy it. I'd understand. I, I'd get it. It's happened before in the real world. I'll show you the article later. It's happened before. <laughs> I'm not be- even lying. It's happened. There became was a, Batman. Someone became a, a real life superhero vigilante. I'm not even. I'm. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> they were promptly shot by a criminal, and they are now dead. <laughs> they, they were beat up by a bunch of guys later on. <laughs> but. Yes. It's no, they funny. actually... They, and that was way later on, though. Like, he actually spent, like, a whole year, basically. And, like, oh. this is a real-life thing. I'm not Did even Did he have kidding. a name? Ah, oh, shoot. Uh, let me look it up. You start talking about something. Okay. But, yeah, like, uh, that's something that I don't really understand why people are so... Um, they put so much importance on Batman being realistic. Like, Batman comes from a comic book where 
superpowered people exist. Like, he exists in the same world as Superman, as Green Lantern, as Wonder Woman, like all these other characters mm -hmm. who are clearly not realistic. And so I don't understand why you would want Batman and to be portrayed that way because it's, it's never people, been that way. I, I think it's because people see him as just, he's just a guy. Yeah, he's just and, a guy. But, but he also, also, I mean, he, he's, he's just a guy and he's not like Iron Man. Like, we're not going to buy Iron Man. But, like, Batman, it's a guy in a suit. We can buy a guy in a suit. Like, that makes sense to us. Like, we're going to, to us, we're going to just see that, we're, we're going to try to see that as real as possible for some, I don't know, that's what I, I don't, see it as. I don't see that. I mean, like, he has a, basically a bulletproof suit in this it's movie. Cool. He gets, like, machine gunned. It's and, cool. And he, like, walks, like, okay, so... There's a scene where he, you remember that scene where he's, um... He's in, breaking into the Iceberg the, Lounge. The Iceberg Lounge, yeah. and, like, there's that awesome bit where... That dude, is super cool. It's a scene where it's exclusively lit by machine gun fire, and these dudes are, like, shooting him, and he's just, like, walking through the bullets. Like, the force of getting shot by, like, 20 bullets at once isn't knocking him backward. He's, like, nope. walking through it. It's super cool. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's badass, and it's awesome, but it's not realistic. No, it's not realistic. <laughs> so... Who cares? But I don't care. I don't, I don't know. Care. I just I bought it more than I bought the the uh, Nolan trilogy for some reason. I don't know. I think it's just a tone thing. I think the tone of the movie is probably more in line with what you think it would be. Probably it might be a tone thing. Yeah, I mean, which yeah, that's great. That, um, but also like, the Christopher Nolan has dumb stuff too. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, the, there's I mean, stuff in that, that movie the, that could happen. The Dark Knight, like when he drops down from the parking garage, like five stories and lands on the car yeah and he's fine and he's like completely fine it's like hmm i don't know if i can buy that yeah. bro or what about whenever bane successfully like took over an entire city and like they didn't bomb it when they bombed the, the like, football stadium yeah yeah like i mean there's a ton of far-fetched stuff in those movies that don't make any sense they trapped the entire police force into that cave the entire police force right into the cave and they blew up all the bridges so the military couldn't get in but they could just fly people in? Oh, it was so stupid. We're not going to get into the Nolan yeah, trilogy, Yeah, like, really. that didn't make any sense. But, no, I mean, it's not that those movies had to be ultra-realistic either. I mean, I don't think any movie has... It's a no. movie. It is a movie. It is That's fiction. That's true. That's it, true. Like, this isn't based on real-life Yeah, adventure. no, it's a movie about Batman. Batman a is a comic book, book character. Movie. Like, I don't, I don't need yeah. the realistic thing. But it is something that everyone keeps saying, is that they're like, this is the most realistic Batman. And I think a lot of the time people, like, falsely equate realistic with good. That doesn't make it good. It is a good Batman movie. Though. It is, but it's not good because it's realistic, which yeah, it's not. that's true. You said um, in your general thoughts um, that you said it's not a perfect movie, but it's a perfect Batman movie. Yeah. You want to elaborate on that? Sure. Um, I, I guess what I mean by that is, like, as a movie, like, it has structure problems, I think. Like, it's probably yeah. a, it's a little too long. Mm -hmm. um, the... Uh, yeah, we're in spoilers, so I can talk about this. Yeah, you can talk about Towards that, yeah. the end of the movie, there is a Joker cameo scene. Oh, that was so weird. Which I was not a fan of. Um, I if, always groan whenever I get to that scene in the movie theater. I'm just yeah. like... Oh. It, it just it feels so sudden and at a left field, and it doesn't really belong in the movie. It's really like, we're here to set up another movie. Right. Like, here's, a, here's a hint at a sequel. Yeah. I think it, to get you excited. Uh, I told Zach this. It would have worked better as an end credit scene. I agree. Yeah. And, I mean... <clears throat> Uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it and is still listening to the spoiler part, which, number one, what, what in the world are you doing? Yeah, if you um, you don't want spoilers and you're listening to the spoiler section, yeah, number uh, what's wrong with you? Number two, um, there there is no end credit scene. Right. 
There is. A, well, I mean, there is a little, a little cute, little cheeky thing at the end. Yeah, there's a little thing at the end where it's like kind of like the the message that the Riddler was sending to the Batman, uh, and it's it just says goodbye, like ha, we pulled a Ferris Bueller on you. Pretty pretty funny, aren't we? That's basically what it. Yeah, it was a lot like the Ferris Bueller. It, it was a Ferris Bueller. You're or, still here. Also, um, the incredible scene of Deadpool. Yeah, they're saying the same thing. <laughs> Um, but but actually, there is a website link that is in the end credit scene called uh, oh, right. Rata Alara, which is in the movie, the which means Bat with, Bat with Wings. Or yeah. no, Rat with Wings? It's Rat with Wings. It, it, it was um, an incorrect Spanish translation of yeah. Yeah, yeah. what they were trying to say. El and la Rata Alara. El Rata. Yeah, no, not yeah. quite right. But um, yeah, that was kind of funny. And, but and, also, it's And like, I looked it up, by the way. What happens? There's this whole decoder thing that you have to do, and uh, oh really? Oh, that's I was, interesting. I was gonna do it, and then I was like, oh, wow, I'm lazy, so I did not do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually really difficult, so I was like, I, I might try that later. I, I might do it later on, but like right now, I'm not gonna do it. Um, but yeah, you should try it out. I mean, you know how to spell Ramalara, so. But um, what was you asked me like what, elaborate on the imperfect movie, but perfect Batman movie? Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. So what I mean by that is like yeah. As a movie, it has what I think are, like, probably, like, more or less objective problems that you could have with it. But um, the way that it portrays Batman and the way that it, like, it conveys him as a character, I think is the closest to, like, comic Batman that we've gotten. Yeah, I agree. Um, His arc in this movie is great. Where let's get let's get into yeah like yeah, the the whole like point the of the movie work. and the 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 arc for it right Batman's entire arc in the movie is that he begins the movie trying his best to be an instrument of fear like he wants to scare yes. people and he wants to like be he like just, a figure yeah. of darkness which is very very badass and awesome yeah. but he learns that he's inspiring criminals to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's the entire scene he's, with. He's also in, inspiring uh, criminals to just be smart, smarter than they usually were. Right. Because now there's people like the Riddler who have just become incredibly smart and uh, per, like very precise in what they're trying to right. do. Like they've perfected what they have been trying to do. Right, and, and that's a story that they can get into later on. Um, is that Batman kind of inspires his own villains. Yeah, that's true. Um, whether intentionally or not intentionally. So, but yeah, like he he learns like he's giving the wrong impression to people and he's inspiring people like the Riddler to do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So he has a moment where, that that great moment where that goon who he ran into at the funeral earlier in the movie says to him, I'm vengeance, just like he said earlier mm-hmm. in the movie. And then he like he takes a beat and there's that great bit where he just looks at him and just like thinks for a second and then like, the gears in the audience's head like are I turning. said, silence works yeah. really well. Everyone like, knows what he's thinking. Yeah. Like, oh. like What he's doing is wrong. Yeah, he's he doing this to, the wrong way. He needs to change his approach. Yeah. Um, and then probably my favorite scene of the movie is whenever, like the flare scene. Yeah, that's whenever, a good scene. Yeah, he cuts the electrical wire down, like, you know, puts himself in harm's way to save everybody, and then goes down there, and then, like he's not trying to be scary or anything, he just walks up and just, like, puts his arm out and, like, tries to help those people. Yeah. And then he's lighting the flare, and then there's that gorgeous shot where it's, like, an overhead yeah. shot, and he's, like, walking in the water to the left, and everybody starts following him. That's so good. Jake, it's such a pretty movie. 
It's it's a it's a gorgeous it's movie. Gorgeous. The shots, every single shot, is just perfect. Like, I I don't think there's like a shot in this movie that just isn't absolutely amazing. Every it, I, I even in the small scenes, it's like oh my god, that's a perfect shot. I would have to look up who the cinematographer was for this because Roger they, Deakins. It it wasn't Roger. It wasn't Roger Deakins. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, it was a guy named Greg Frazier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who he did Dune? It looks like. Um, well, no wonder this movie is so perfect with its cinematography. Yeah, it's a gorgeous movie. By far the prettiest Batman movie. Uh, for sure, hundred percent. Probably one of the better looking comic book movies ever. I think we it's definitely the best looking comic book movie that we've gotten in the past decade. Um. Yeah, you'd be. It would be hard to find one that would compete with it. You could say Spider Verse. My bad. You could say Spider-Verse. Um, yeah, but that's a cartoon. True. You can do more <laughs> with that. Um, right. Like, the, this was... The best live action. This is the best live action. Yeah, I mean, like, this was created with sets and people and stuff. Like, like yeah. it's, a, it's a different thing, but... Yeah. And, and it's... Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot to say. Like, it's insane that they were able to do something like this, like, with all the COVID stuff. Right. It's crazy. Because, like, there were so many articles, like... Robert Pattinson got COVID at one point. Right, yeah, then Batman was, got COVID. <laughs> then there was a point where um, uh, Matt Reeves got COVID. Yeah. And he had to direct people through an earpiece. That's crazy. That's insane. Like, he and had to direct them, and then he'd, like, be on Zoom. He would literally be on Zoom, and he'd be directing them because he'd have to quarantine. That's crazy. That's rough. It's, it's nuts how they, they probably shut down production, like, three or four times throughout filming it. Probably. And, and they probably lost a lot of time on, like, sets and, like, yeah. and like shooting on location and everything. They like, delayed it a full year from whenever... Oh. It was supposed to come out around this time, 2021. Oh, my God. Um, but you can't tell. You can't tell no. if there was ever any hiccups which in, is, in Yeah, filming. which is why I'm, like, saying it's, it's so crazy that, like, this movie was this good yeah. with all that stuff going on. Like, that's crazy. It's incredible. Uh, this movie's a feat. Like, good yeah. for everybody who made it, like... Applause to you, because you, you did. I hope it does well in the box office, because that's what a lot of people look for. It is. Success, really. Yeah, and I, I think it, it will. Um, the Thursday night preview um, showings, I think it was like $26 million domestically. It's pretty good. And that's like in the top 15 of movies, that's I good. think. Yeah, so that's that's, good. that's a good start. Um, we'll see. I think what... the reviews did it justice. Justice. It did it justice. It did it justice. Yeah. It's not going to make Spider-Man money. No, like, no, no. I mean, that movie is just... It's a shame that I wasn't on that episode because I have a lot to say about that, too. About my man, sorry. Toby, coming sorry, back. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I know, that's okay. But, yeah. Um, we, well, have, we have so much to still talk about. We have so, yeah, we haven't even talked um, about the actors yet. Yeah, I was going to say, let's, I, I was... Get off my frequency. <laughs> get off, yeah, I'm get on... All, you're on my I'm wavelength. On your your brain frequency. Um, um, first things first, that. yeah, Edward Cullen is dead. He's amazing. Yeah, Edward Cullen is long gone. That is a, a distant memory in the past. Robert Pattinson, like whenever you look at him in this movie, not one moment do you look at him and think anything else besides Batman. He's so amazing. He's so good. He's so perfect. It's, it, this is definitely my favorite Batman, I'd say. It's hard to say that for me. It's too early. He needs more movies under his belt, and I need to have more time to sit with it. If I was, if I was more of a Batman fan than like, if I was like what you are for like a Batman fan, because you love Batman like with all your heart, like more um, than I do. I, I dabble, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, 
Ugh, people are gonna think that's like an Uncharted reference. Is that an Uncharted reference? Yeah, it's an Uncharted. People are gonna think that's an Uncharted from the movie. Reference. Yeah. Okay. Side note: um, that new Uncharted movie is an abomination to everything that is good. You in haven't this world. even seen it. I don't need to see it, Jake. You Tom Holland is Nathan it. Drake. Like that alone you is like. Seen it. Oh my god! The people who made that have never played the game. Oh my god! They don't. Nathan Drake is an awesome, wisecracking guy. No, moving his, on, moving on. In his mid thirties. We're going back to Tom Batman. Tom Holland looks like he is twelve years old. We're going back to Batman. Okay. And they got Mark Wahlberg. Oh my god! Moving on. Um, but yeah, no, he's great. He's so good. He's, he's so, so good. Zoe Kravitz visual. is awesome. She's my favorite Catwoman. I can definitely oh, say wait. that. Oh, one more thing about Robert Pattinson. Oh, sure. It's so good that he did his own stunts. I'm so glad that he did most of his own did stunts. All, did he do all of his? I, I know Not that. all, but he did most. Did he, most of he did a majority of his stunts, which he is I'm so happy he did that. Yeah, he is in the suit for 90% of this movie. Yeah, and you can tell that it's actually him in the suit. Yeah. Like, it's not like The Mandalorian when you can never tell <laughs> if Pedro Pascal is actually in the suit. Yeah, which, something else I appreciated is that like, every Batman actor has to wear the black eyeliner around their eyes whenever yes, they put the cowl on. so good. They actually acknowledge that in this movie. That like, yeah, he actually has to wear that, so whenever he takes the cowl off, he's still wearing he's it. He's still wearing it. And yeah. that's great. Uh, that is great. Uh, Zoe Krebs is Catwoman. She's awesome. Um, She's I really, really enjoyed her. She was a great Catwoman. Um, she finally, like, because I don't think we really had a Catwoman in a movie before that felt like, besides maybe Anne Hathaway, who felt like, which I wasn't a big fan of her, but she feels organic. She feels like a character with depth. And oh, okay. I was wondering where you're going with this. I'm like, mm, Michelle Pfeiffer did a really good job. No, well, Michelle Pfeiffer is really good in a Tim Burton movie. Like, yeah. she's weird and eccentric, and she doesn't really feel like a like a real person. No, you're right. I mean, it's a Tim Burton movie, so it's going to feel weird and zany, but Zoe Kravitz feels really grounded, like, character-wise, yeah. and she was great. And, and they gave her a character to care for, which made her... Obviously, very grounded and stuff right. like that. So that was nice. Um, John Turturro. John Turturro was an awesome Falcone. Yeah. He was the Jesus. Yeah. He <laughs> Which, was surprised. I was yeah. surprised because I'm not a big fan of the, Lebows- the Big Lebowski. I, <laughs> We're not going to talk about it, but I'm not I, a big fan I, of the I Lebowski. I love the Big Lebowski with all my heart. I um, remember him more. Which is, this is so sad. I remember him more from Transformers than anything else. <laughs> which is so sad because Transformers sucks. He's one of the few bright spots in those movies because he's so uh, much fun. He is fun. He's like that very part funny. Where he's like underneath the big one that's destroying like one of the pyramids in Egypt and he's like, I'm underneath its balls. <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. That was really funny. And that movie's terrible, but yeah, that, but that was yeah, a great part. No, John, John Turturro was like amazing in this. Like, he, he does, he wasn't given like anything crazy to do like he was just you know generic mob boss v- villain and everything so he yeah. wasn't given anything crazy to like act on but i still thought he was great he was great yeah he was very good i think one of the standouts was uh, colin farrell colin farrell was That's unrecognizable insane. one of my irish brethren um I colin can't... farrell um he was incredible in this movie and like can you believe that he played Bullseye in the Daredevil oh movie? Oh my god, I can't, I couldn't the, even remember that. That's oh. insane. Like the prosthetics and makeup that they did for him in this movie is a accomplishment. I can't believe it's him. Like I still look at him and I'm just like yeah, No, nah, that's, that's not him. Yeah. Like it's like looking at I can't believe it's not butter. It's butter, bro. I can't believe it's not butter. Like what? <laughs> No, like he's Margarine just. Margarine commercial. He's, <laughs> this is not sponsored by. I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah, no, it's not. We are. We we were just a fan of we quality are, commercials. Yes, we are not sponsored. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like, it's amazing. Like that, I I wish I, like, 
I'm not gonna say I wish. I hope it it goes for Oscar best makeup and prosthetics. And I everything. hope so. Like like I said before, but, I think it, this is a bad time to release a movie if you're like gunning for an Oscar. Yeah, that's what you told me. It is a horrible time. Yeah, because they're gonna like the next Oscars is gonna be like 11 months from now. Yeah, they're so gonna like forget about this movie. Don't forget about likely. it. Which sucks <clears throat> because it could also win cinematography because it's just so perfect. It looks so pretty. Um, uh, who else? Um, oh, what did you think of Alfred, which is played by Andy Serkis? I loved Andy Serkis. I thought he was great. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't have much screen time. He has like three scenes. Yeah. He's not in it very much, but he and Bruce in, in that hospital scene. Oh, like that it, is so sweet. It choked me up a little bit. Like it was like finally like a sweet moment between Bruce and Alfred that I think. Um, like really, only the Nolan trilogy was able to accomplish. They did a good job with that in yeah. the Nolan trilogy, like in the, like the third movie and stuff like that. Right. That was done really well. Um, which I also love. Um, I forget the actor's name who played him in the original Tim Burton movies, but I also love that guy. I can't remember either. But um, he's incredible. Yeah, he. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more from him. And then they actually made you think he was going to die. That scared me honestly, because yeah. I liked him in the first two scenes that he was in. So like when he was a like when we were scared that he was going to die, I was like really worried for a second. Yeah, which that, that's good. They didn't kill him, so they can use him more in future movies, and then maybe they can kill him in a future movie. <laughs> I hope not. I love his Alfred. Yeah. I think he's great. I love Alfred in general. So Alfred's yeah, great character. Um, Paul Dano, man. Ooh, the Riddler. Ooh, he also didn't have much screen time. He was not in the movie a whole lot. I thought he was going to be in it a lot. Like, I thought he was going to be, like, in it as much as, like, some other characters. Like, maybe, like, Falcone and Catwoman and all them. Right. You know, he, um, I mean, his, he's the driving force of the plots, and he's what the characters were, like, fighting against for the majority of it. Yeah. But, like, he's behind the scenes for a lot of it until eventually they do the plot where he is captured... Like, and then he, but his plan isn't over. Which I'm wondering. Was fun. I'm wondering how long he was actually on set for. Probably not very long. <laughs> because like they didn't need him because he was in the mask for a majority yeah. of the, the, majority the, of the movie, movie. He's in the mask, and then the only scenes where he's out of the mask is the prison scene where he's talking. The prison scene, the diner scene, and the Joker scene. The Joker scene. That's it. That's it. And then the bomb scene. Um. Where, where he's like he's in the cell looking out at the bombs he's like boom oh right yeah that like brief boom. Bit. yeah yeah right. all those um so yeah i'm wondering how long he was actually on set for and stuff it's kind of funny long. that's another thing that like um i saw pointed out online that i hadn't really taken note of yet batman is in pretty much every scene yeah yes like i don't think there's a scene that robert pattinson isn't in um, there really isn't. I mean, Except for the, you could say the Catwoman scene where she's walking, like, when she's talking to, like, um, uh, what's his, uh, it's the guy that gets captured in, in the car. In, oh, Peter Scar's card? Yeah, yeah, him. The, like, the or, like, when she's just on her own in the Iceberg Lounge and stuff, you could say that that's just her scene. But Which, like, even he's talking to her. He's inter- talking he's to talking her. So even he's in the and, scene. And they cut back to him <clears> multiple <throat> times, so, yeah. Yeah, which is great. It's like how in the Joker movie, there's not a single scene in that movie that the Joker isn't in. No, that's true. That's very true. Which I like how we're just getting it all from his perspective. Really, it's yeah, like we're reading. It's like we're reading one of his journal entries. Yeah, finally a Batman movie about Batman. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Love it. It's great. Um, what did you think of Lieutenant Gordon, played by what's his name again? Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Yes, he is awesome in this movie. He's so good. I I said that I still like um, Gary Oldman more. But, I don't know, the more I just watch this movie, the more I kind of do like Jeffrey Wright a little more, yeah. just based on his personality. Yeah. He's, he's great. Gary Oldman has, like, the benefit of having three movies under his belt. That's um, true. So, we'll see and, more. And he Jeffrey has, Wright. like, the true comic look of him. I don't know, I, th- I think so. 
Okay. What do you mean, Jake? Not skinball, <laughs> you asshole. No. I think Jeffrey Wright looks a lot like Gordon. He's got the glasses. He's got the mustache. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Maybe he'll have like a giant trench coat in the next movie. There we go. What, perfect. Which is what James Gordon needs. Which Gary Oldman never wore a trench coat. Yeah, he did. He, no, he did in the first movie. Did he? Yes. You don't have to show me a picture. I do not remember that. He puts a trench coat over Bruce. He doesn't wear it. He does wear it. When? In the scene, in like in like two seconds before he puts it over Bruce. Yeah, I don't remember that. He does. Um, that's, it, it would be really neat if, I was thinking about, because there's that scene whenever, because I mean, this new Batman movie does not do the origin. Like, we don't, thank God, no. we don't see Thomas and Martha Wayne get shot again. I'm we, upset about that. <laughs> yeah, Jake wanted to see it again. I did. I wanted to see the pearls fly. <laughs> yeah, because we haven't seen that enough. Oh. We just saw it, like, two times in the last five years. We saw it in Batman vs. Superman, and then again in Joker. That's true, we did get to see it in Joker. Um, but, um, there's, yeah, there's that scene in Batman Begins where he's, um, like Gordon, like he's not, he's just like a street cop at that point. Like, puts a coat over young Bruce Wayne. This entire time, I've just been thinking of a way to, like, defend myself on what I said about the whole true look thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of I'm a way to, I'm not going to lie to like, you, that sounded like, a little, yeah. I know, but I'm trying to think of a way to defend it in a way that I'm I don't, like, I don't really know what you mean by that. The original look of Gordon, okay? He Which is like, what? I'm not going to explain <laughs> that. I'm not going to... I'm not even going to edit that out, honestly, because no, I'm going to keep it the same way. Don't edit that out. Keep that in, please. I'm not a racist, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> not that. God damn it. <laughs> that's okay. No. You I, knew I, what I meant. I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm messing with you. No, he um, did have, like, the original look of the Gordon, so that's what I'm saying. He had the original, like, comic look of Gordon. But I like Jeffrey Wright's look a little bit more in this one, though, just because he's got the big, giant glasses. He's got big glasses. He's got a mustache. Good mustache. He, yeah. And, his personality is what really shines in this movie more than anything He's else. He's so good. He's such like a like weathered cop, and it's great. Um, uh, and and I just love that like his dynamic with Batman. Yeah, they work together and they're a team. They're buddies. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, in a lot of the other Batman movies, Gordon and Batman just kind of bigger at each other the whole time. Yeah. Uh, in the Tim Burton movies, they had no relationship of any kind. Nope. Um, in the Joel Schumacher ones, they kind of did. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we don't even count that. Um, in the Nolan movies, they kind of just, like, like argued a lot. Yeah, they didn't really, like, actually, like, have, like, a, a buddy-buddy kind of, like, relationship. In this one, like, there's, like, the scene where, um, Batman's, like, hanging from this, like, light fixture type of thing, like, LED TV <clears throat> thing. Right. And he's hanging from it, and it looks like he's gonna fall or something like that, but, um, Gordon was, like, genuinely worried and he yells at his, uh, like, his cop friends, and he's like, how do I get up there? How do I get up there? Because he's like, I, I need to go help him. Do you not remember that scene? No, what what scene is this? This is, like, the end fight scene. He's helping out the mayor, Gordon is. Oh, right. When yeah, he's, he's like, how do I get up there? He's fighting the Riddler guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And he's, like, getting shot at and everything, and, like, Gordon, like, wants to go help him so bad. Right. So he, like, screams at the guys to, like, yeah. get him up there and everything. Okay, yeah, I didn't catch that. I'll have to watch it again, which oh, yeah. I will be doing. Um, rest assured. That's but, the scene like I've seen the most, really. So. Okay, that's a great scene. Yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, Jeffrey Wright was great. I'm trying to think of another actor to make note of. Um, that's pretty much it as far as like the main cast goes. What was it, Peter Skarsgård? Peter Skarsgård, yeah, he's nice. He's great. He's, I mean, he's good. He's nice. In the scene much. that he was in, I love the scene where <clears throat> like he's doing riddles. The, yeah, the, the riddle the, scene, the bomb scene, yeah. right? Oh, that I was know, great. I know an actor that I kind of want to talk about. What? Um, ooh, uh, how do I lead this in a way that's not creepy? 
the child. <laughs> the child. Uh, Peter or not Peter Skarsgård. Uh, the the mayor's son. Oh. Yeah, I mean. I want to talk about my theory real quick. What that he's Robin. I have a theory that he could turn into Robin. They could definitely do that if they want to. And I wanna, I wanna see that. He might, he might be a little young. I yeah, de- but I mean, the first Robin was really young. Right, but I think... Really, really young. I have a feeling that Matt Reeves isn't going to want to do, like, a super, like, young kid Robin. He's going to want to do, like, oh, a yeah, maybe like a late teens. Cause it is- I don't want to see late teens. I want to see early teens. It would just be weird if a 14-year-old was fighting... Like, I mean, that's just That's stupid. when Dick Grayson started, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I think that probably wouldn't fit in, like, this dark aesthetic yeah. kind of Batman universe. I think they're probably going to want to go for something that's a little bit more feasible. I guess... I mean, like, not that it's, like, Well, well here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is that they, like, our theory is that there's going to be a time jump for the next movie. Just because we that don't want to see, happen. we don't want to see Gotham underwater. Again, like, right. for that, in, like, an entire movie, that would kind of suck. That was a thing that happened in the books, and uh, there's old Gotham. Uh, yeah, the Gotham, old, the Gotham much, flood. Yeah, right, which flood, is pretty much yeah. always underwater. And I do want to see, like, a section of Gotham be flooded. But, yeah. Like, I don't want to see, like, the entire thing. So there's going to probably be a time jump. I'm, I'm like, hoping there will be, at least. Correct. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. But I, I want to see... I, I think it'd be interesting to have that kid be Robin just because of the parallels between him and Bruce. Yeah, it would be a departure from the books a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I, I love the departure from the books with um, the way that Bruce's parents aren't perfect. Um, that, that is a thing that has been done before. Not in the movies, I don't think. No, 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 not in the movies, no. But no, 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 like in the movies, yeah, I'm talking in, about. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. never been done in the movies. In the comics, yeah, I know it's not, I know it's been done. Yeah, um, but that in was... in the movies, that's perfect. Yeah, that I was a very that. interesting thing. Like, the, the idea that the, the Waynes weren't squeaky clean angels, mm-hmm. like, they made mistakes and they did stuff that's gonna have lasting effects for They're people. Batman. They are real people. Right. Like, everyone... I think that's what people mean when they say realistic. They're just, they're real people. Okay. They have connections, they make mistakes. They're... There's good and bad people. Like, I, I don't know. I sure. Just, yeah, no, I, I'll give you That's mean. one thing. I mean, the Batman stuff, that's a different story. But, like... <laughs> yeah, that was really interesting. It was a cool way to... I, I don't know about Thomas Wayne running for mayor. I don't know if that's been done before. It's been done before. Or, well, I know... It, I, it was in Joker. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. He, yeah. was, he was running for mayor in that. I forgot. It's, it's been done before in the movies and comics, too. And then it was also done that Bruce eventually, like, ran for mayor in the comics, I'm pretty sure. Really, I'm aware of that. I think it's been done in a TV show or something like that. It's been done before or something. I don't remember. Urban Oliver Queen ran for mayor. And- uh, <laughs> like I said, Batman. There you go. He's Batman. Um, um, but yeah, that was great. That was a very cool. Um, which I, I I wish they would have stuck to their guns a little bit more with that because Bruce learns that Thomas may have had someone killed, mm-hmm. and then he goes to Carmine Falcone to like confirm that, and then he says, "Yeah, that's basically what happened." Mm-hmm. And then he goes to Alfred, and then he's like, "Well, no, that's not exactly what happened." So it's like he it, he, he wanted him, <clears throat> I don't know, beaten up, but he didn't want him like killed. Right. That, that's what Alfred tells him. He's like, he he's like that's that's scared. his one mistake is that Carmine Falcone was gonna like kill him, and he didn't realize that he was gonna kill him. Right. So like they introduced that idea, and then of like him being kind of seedy, but they don't really like stick to it wholly. Like they say, like he did, he did, he made a mistake, but he's also not. Like completely unredeemable, which I wish they would have gone a little bit more in that direction yeah. of like Thomas and was I'm, actually kind of a bad dude. I'm wondering if like that was a way to show that the Riddler's also like, he's, I don't know, like he's not 
thinking completely through and through this plan or anything. I don't know. Like, he, I don't know how, I don't know how to say it or anything like that. Do you, do you? you I don't. No, you don't? Okay. Like, I don't know. Let's just move on with that. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe find my point some other time, but, uh, I have a point to it. It's just, it's a weird thing with the Riddler and stuff like that. But Um, overall, acting, great. Acting's fantastic. I didn't have complaints with anyone. No, yeah. I thought it was dynamics awesome. were done perfectly. Batman and the cat, uh, Batman and Catwoman, and Catwoman were great. Yeah, they had a good romance plot. It which... was a little weird that they immediately like kind of fell in love. It was a little weird that they. I wouldn't like... say they fell in love. I mean, just like it was. Okay. They have a fling and they have a thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's done well. It'll develop. They have a lot of chemistry. Yeah, they do. So I like that a lot, and I like that he didn't reveal his identity to her or to anyone. Um, he didn't reveal his identity yeah, to a single person. Nobody knows. And I love that. Which is great. Yeah, because usually in the Batman movies that does happen. Where people <laughs> or find any out. of those movies, Spider-Man or whatever, yeah. they'll, they'll reveal it to someone. That sucks. So I like that he didn't do that to, to anyone this time. Um, what the action in the movie? What do you think about that? I like it. You don't like it as much as I do. But I love it. Well, I love... Yeah, but you much say, all of it. I, I, I told you that I still like it more than the Batman... Or the Batflex scene. Um, the hand-to-hand stuff, I think, is still better in the Ben Affleck stuff. But, the car chase scene in this movie is the best Batman car chase scene. That is super cool. It is riveting from beginning to end. Yeah. Like, whenever the Batmobile, like, first starts up and, like, he, like, starts revving yeah. the engine and, like... Uh, he just pushes it, like, forward, just, like, a yeah, tiny bit and stops. Like, like, he's almost like, I'll give you a head start. Like, uh-huh. go, come on, go. Yeah. It's so good. Um, both times <laughs> I watched it in IMAX... Like, the sound system in that theater is awesome. And it's like booming. It's the, so loud. The bass-boosted Batmobile. Like, you can feel it, like, shaking the seats. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, um, that was super cool. Um, Batmobile was, awesome. was really well. Really well done in this movie. So good. And then it has that shot at the end of it where he's walking towards Penguin's car yeah. in front of the fire. And it's, oh. <laughs> I saw something where it was, like, a guy making fun of it for, like, the fact that so many people died in that car chase scene. And, like, the fact that Batman's, like, not concerned about that. That is, yeah, that's something that I, I was thinking that whenever I was watching it, like, so many people are dying right now. I, Um, I was, I thought about it when everything blew up. I was like, oh, man, those, those, probably, those two drivers probably just got killed. They're probably dead, That kind of sucks. I mean, there's nothing he can do. I mean, it's kind of to the greater good, though. (laughs) Their death was not in vain. Penguin Mm -hmm. was captured. Penguin was captured, and then it released. And then released, yeah. Released about (laughs) two minutes later. Yep. So. Um, the detective stuff is the best stuff, though. It finally we have a movie that a, a Batman like a Batman's defining trait is not that he fights people, no, or that he's scary. It's like he's a detective, yeah. Which is why out. for anyone that like doesn't love the action scenes in this movie, which <clears throat> I don't know why you wouldn't, but yep. if you don't like them, you don't go there for that. It go for like the detective stuff because it's just by far the best. Yeah, I mean, like. Half of the time, like, we see Batman and Gordon going in and doing, like, some investigative work. Or Batman and uh, Alfred doing some investigative work, which is just... I love that. I love that also Alfred was a part of it, too. Like, he was, like, solving the... Uh, right, the first riddle. The, the first riddle and everything. Like, that's great. I love that. It's great, yeah. Alfred's got a very, like, active part in the whole Batman thing. Yeah. That's great. That's great. I uh, love that. But... Do you have anything else really to talk about? I think I pretty much summed up my thoughts on the movie. I loved it. I thought it was great. It's yeah. a first, or it, it's a great first movie in a series of movies mm-hmm. that will or will eventually happen. Um, but yeah, I, I love the movie. Um, I don't know if I can say that it's my favorite Batman movie yet. 
Um, it's, that it's Dark Knight. Dark Knight's still number one. Dark Knight's not my favorite number one, actually. What is it? It's either the original Tim Burton Batman or okay. Mask of the Phantasm, probably. That's animated, though. Oh, you mean like live action? Live action. Okay, then it's between this or the original Tim Burton movie. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right. This may take the top spot at some point. I, saw, I need more time with it. I've only seen it twice. Mm-hmm. I've seen the original Batman 138 times in yeah. my life. Um, so you I, count I, it? Yeah. I, count, I, I, I keep a journal. Good for you. Yeah, I add oh, a just like mark. just like Batman. Just you like Batman. A, you keep right. a journal. Batman also has a journal where he writes down how many times he's seen the original Batman. Good for him. Yeah. It's good for him. Um, this is my favorite. This yeah, is, that's totally fair. Yeah. This is definitely my favorite. <clears throat> I love the whole... I, like, I love all the, the little things like that just remind me of Seven, Zodiac, um, and all those investigative movies and stuff like that. I just love those movies so much. So uh, this movie being a lot like those ones just made me really happy. And also, it's just perfect for Batman. That, like you said, it's just the perfect Batman movie. Absolutely. And that's exactly yeah. what I wanted from the movie called The Batman. The Batman. So I Which, wanted that. Can we talk about how great of a title that is? That's perfect. That's, it's simple. Yeah, like so many, like so often a lot of these big movies have like really complicated titles like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> like, I mean, a cool title. We've been title. roasting on Marvel tonight. <laughs> We've been roasting no, on Marvel. And I'm not an MCU hater. I, I, I like the MCU so a lot. So do I, but, but like, this really shows how much they've been lacking recently yeah. because... I mean, like, so oh, I, I loved the most recent Spider-Man, but yeah, there were... Movies Eternals, that Black that, yeah. Widow, it's like all those ones. It's like, oh they, man, they're really slacking yeah, right now. They, they swang big a few times last year and they missed hard. Oh man. But... This movie, this movie is a good start to the superhero genre it's in 2022. Excellent. It's so refreshing to see Batman in a great movie again. Yeah. Um, because what have we had recently? We've had Batman versus Superman, which uh, is a complete dumpster fire. And then, well, uh, I mean, you've got... Justice League and Justice League. Justice League and then, yeah, the Snyder Cut, which I, I like the Snyder Cut a lot, but this is a better movie well, than we'll the Snyder Cut. We'll get into that some other time. Maybe someday maybe. we can talk about the Snyder Cut. That would be a lot of fun. It's a four-hour movie, so, of course, four hour so movie. of course we can get into that. We can, yeah. There's I, a I lot want to talk to, about. I want to eventually make, uh, like, a React channel for, like, our po- for oh, the podcast. Oh, be interesting, yeah. Like, for the podcast. So it would be, like, I'd post podcast stuff, but I'd also post reactions stuff. Maybe it, to movies. It, it could be, like, a commentary And did we, we would call it Half in the Bag. Half in the Bag. <laughs> That's another YouTube channel if anyone wants to watch it. It's called uh, Red Letter Media. Red Letter Media. Um, it's so good. It's we're not channel. sponsored by Red Letter Media, no, but we wanted to plug we're not it. Sponsored. We're going to plug it because it, it's a yeah, great channel. It's my favorite channel on YouTube. It's I a love great it. channel. Not my favorite channel, but I really? love the channel. I can't stop watching movies. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's my, th- I think that's my thoughts on Batman. We didn't get really into, like, the bad stuff, per se. Like Because there's so few. There, like, there's not much. It's, there's, like, the, the pacing's great. It's just, it's long. And there's a lot to get into. I, I'm fine with, I, I, okay, I hate, like, the normalize insert thing here, thing that people do on the internet, it gets really annoying. What, what, but, the, what do you mean? Like, you know how people, like, they'll, like, on Twitter, they'll put out, like, normalize, I don't know, um... Uh, taking a crap in the shower and shoving oh, it down the oh, drain with gotcha, your foot. Gotcha, I don't know, gotcha, like gotcha. something stupid like that. But I'm going to go ahead and do that. Normalize making movies three hours long. I'm fine with that. If the movie... I'm not. I'm a theater employee. <laughs> I don't like okay, it. Okay, <laughs> well, that's not a good reason <laughs> for like what we're talking about. Theater employees make up 90% of Earth's, uh, Earth's yeah, the, uh, workforce. That's right. 
That's exactly correct. That's that is that is one hundred percent correct. That's exactly correct. Um, no, it's it's Walmart greeters actually. Oh, Walmart greeters. <laughs> but no, if the plot needs it, and if it services the story, make it three hours long. I have no problem with watching yeah. three hours of a really good movie. If it needs to be, make it that. Yeah. But if it doesn't need to be, don't make it that. But and this, this one, this, this one, one needed it. This one definitely needed that for sure. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack in this movie, and I'm glad that they were able to do it. Yeah. The only. The one scene I can point out in particular that Joker bothered scene. me, the Joker scene and then that scene immediately after the car chase scene where Gordon and Batman are like running through a bunch of different stuff with the penguin and like they just start like spitting out oh, exposition like, yeah, and yeah. it's like going by so quick and it's like slow down, I don't know what's going on. Exposition, exposition, yeah, exposition. That was kind of nuts, but that's that's basically it. The movie is... I agree with you. That really is like my only like criticism. Yeah. And I even don't even mind that scene after with Gordon and Batman and Penguin, right? Just because there are a couple good jokes in that in that scene, so yeah. I'm just like, okay, that's fine. Great. Like, what what what's going on here? Good cop, bad. Uh, what is it? Good cop, bad sh- or bat shit? Cop? Yeah, he calls, <laughs> he calls it bat too. I thought that Something was so like funny. That, yeah, that so was I thought great. that was really good. Um, but yeah, um, I I love. The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. Doom, 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 doom. Cool. All right. That was our thoughts on the Batman movie. Um, yeah. Thank you for joining me. Hopefully, you'll be back for another I, episode. I will definitely be back. Um, all you have to do is ask me. You know. We'll have to find something to talk about. Yeah, I, There's I, so many things that we could talk about. I, I live right next to you. So if you, that is very if you true. need anything, holler and all. Yeah. Uh, we could probably talk about maybe Zack Snyder's Justice League. That would be fun. Um, I still need to sit down and watch that behemoth of a movie again. Um, I don't want to. (laughs) It's not a chore. It's great. It is a chore. It's four hours. Well, it's really good, though. That's debatable. (laughs) Anyway, um, next week, um, hopefully, Grant will be back to talk about a movie that we've actually all seen. Which is? I don't know what we're going to do. Oh, you know, know what you're gonna do? I don't okay. know. I don't know. Okay. I, I do want to kind of talk about uh, maybe a TV show or maybe video games this time because we know. do we haven't talked about video games yet, so uh, maybe we'll talk about video games. Um, maybe I'll try to find another guest or something like that. But sure, that's um, about it for this episode. So, um, right, cutting well. out in three, two, one.